Happy New Year, everyone. I pray that 2021 will be a year in which God is glorified and we see uh, his blessings in our lives. I tell you, uh, 2020 was a challenging year. And I'm not even sure how to think about uh, 2021 as I consider all of what we had to go through in, in this past year. I know one of the adjustments for me has been preaching from Zoom. Uh, I'd much rather be at church with disciples, being able to reach out and touch people uh, than to do things the way that we have been. But uh, we may have to continue to do this for a while. So for the first four Sundays of the month, our our goal is to help the church to think about, to consider how to have a great 2021. How to have a great 2021. And so today's message is entitled, I Press On Toward the Goal. I Press On Toward the Goal out of Philippians chapter 3. So I want us to begin by uh, reading, starting in, in chapter 3, uh, beginning in verse 1, uh, really in verse 4, where Paul says, If anyone else thinks he has reasons to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, in regard to the law of Pharisee as for zeal persecuting the church, as for legalistic righteousness faultless. But whatever was to my profit, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I've lost all things. I consider them rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God and is by faith. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of sharing in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. And so somehow to attain from the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already obtained all this. Or have already been made perfect. But I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And so this topic I press on toward the goal. It really seems like a a great uh, theme and focus for us to have as we begin a new year. That we're thinking about how to move forward in 2021. Now, when Paul says, I forget what lies behind and I press on toward the goal, he's not just talking about, well, you know, I'm going into a new year. Uh, let me forget all the things that happened uh, last year and, and, and let's move forward uh, with the new beginning. Now, that is a great mindset to have. And I encourage us to, 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 to have the, the resilience and uh, the persistence to move, move forward. But Paul is trying to help us to understand something that I think is, is even deeper than just moving ahead to a new year. 
if I was going to do a message on just forgetting what lies behind, here's some of the points I would encourage us uh, to focus on. Number one, uh, we must forget our past sins. And thank God for verses like uh, 1 John 1 verse 9 where we're told if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So, you know, I, I think that we need to realize that we're saved by the grace of God. The blood of Jesus washes away all of our sins. And yes, in 2021, uh, we need to forget the sins that burden us down, learn from our mistakes and move ahead. I would also uh, make the point to forget our past failures. I don't know about you, but sometimes I fall short. Sometimes uh, the sermons just aren't what I hoped they would be. Uh, sometimes the, the things I endeavor to accomplish, I, I fall short and, and, and I fail. But I have to move past that and not allow that to be a cloud over me. So I think that's a good mindset to have. Uh, we need to forget our past successes to not spend time just dwelling on all the things that we think we did well. Praise God for them, but realize that, hey, there are new mountains to climb and there are new goals to reach. And so we don't want to spend all of our time uh, just praising ourselves for what we did do well, but just thanking God for it and now moving on to the next challenge. And I think we also... Uh, if I was going to do a sermon on just forgetting, I would encourage us to forget the sins and failures of others. Forget the things that others have done wrong to us. To not hold on to them. And I know for me sometimes that can be hard uh, because of my emotions. But when I think about the parable of, of, of the uh, unjust manager... Uh, the wicked manager, you know, Jesus closes that parable out saying, this is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother from the heart. And that scripture just convicts me to forgive, not just to forgive, but to forgive from the heart. And so if we're doing this message on just forgetting, I, I would make those four points, but that's not all of what we're talking about today. We're talking about the fact that Paul, who had amazing credentials as a Pharisee, I mean, he was the magna cum laude of Pharisees. And as he lays out in this passage that uh, as far as legalistic righteousness was concerned, he was faultless. He was the Pharisee of Pharisees. And so what he's talking about here is that as I compare all my credentials, and all my accomplishments. And I believe even as he walked down the street, people uh, were in awe of him and praised him and uh, just thought so highly of him. He says, as I think about all that I had going for me, when I compare it to Jesus, it is nothing. He goes on, he says even more than that, he says, it, it, it should be put on the manure pile compared to Jesus. And he says, as I think about the, the difference that Christ has made in my life, I want to know him. He's the most important thing. And so I think as we, 
We go into 2021. What we want to, to remember is how valuable it is to know Jesus, to have a relationship with him, to have been redeemed by his blood, to be saved, to be able to get up in the morning with a mission and a purpose and an understanding of why you're on this planet and to know that God loves you and that he has redeemed you and that now you can walk with him with assurance that your sins are washed away and that you have the hope of eternal life. So Paul looked at his worldly credentials and when he compared it to Jesus, he said, come on, this, this is nothing that I am so grateful, I'm so thankful that God came into my life through Jesus Christ and, and given me a new opportunity, uh, uh, just salvation through Christ meant more to Paul than anything else he had accomplished in life. You know, I think our temptation can be to put confidence in the flesh. You know, the, the world wants us or the world prioritizes the things of the flesh, secular accomplishments, athletic accomplishments, uh, educational accomplishments. And yes, God does want us to use our talents and our abilities to give him glory. Matter of fact, the Bible says that whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if working for the Lord. And so God gives us abilities and opportunities and open doors for us to advance in this life. And, and, and I pray that every disciple will be the best of whatever a God has called them to be. But we've got to remember that compared to Jesus, all of that is nothing. It adds up to nothing compared to Jesus. And that we've got to keep the right perspective in life. That the most valuable possession that I have in my life is knowing Christ. And so my theme for 2021 is I will imitate the sun in 2021. I will prioritize the sun in 2021. And yes, I am thankful for every physical, material blessing, but even more thankful for the spiritual blessings. And what I need to do this, this year is I need to have no confidence in the flesh, but to put my confidence in Jesus and, and try to grow in my knowledge of him, to try to grow in, in being like him and imitating all of his amazing virtues, his humility, his love, his compassion, his patience, his understanding. I just need to be more like him this year. And I think this is what Paul is trying to help us to understand and to accept. You know, I think... Even with our children, the temptation is to prioritize education and athletics and uh, other secular accomplishments and, and not help them to understand that, look, all these things are going to pass away. And that the most important 
possession that you can have is a relationship with Jesus Christ. That you need to know him. That you need to, to get to know him better and get in the Bible and get on your knees and learn to have a, a, a living, life-changing relationship with Jesus. That should be first. Now, I'm thankful for uh, what our daughters have accomplished. And uh, Lauren, our youngest, uh, graduated, uh, got her master's degree from Columbia and is, and is working as a speech pathologist. And, you know, I'm a proud dad to, to see what she's accomplished. Christina uh, went to law school, Fordham University, and is now practicing uh, as an attorney uh, working in New York City. And and yes, I, I'm I you know I, at the graduations we're beaming with pride and and so thankful. But what I'm most grateful for is the fact that they have made Jesus Lord, that they understand that academic accomplishments, succeeding in the world, any secular uh, endeavors. That that pales in comparison to Jesus. My 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 greatest joy is is knowing that they have a relationship with God, that they've made Jesus Lord of their lives. Because I know that in the end, all those things that they're, they're not going to matter. And so I'm I'm just so thankful that they made the decision that God will be first in their lives, and that Jesus is the greatest treasure. Yes, he is the pearl of great price. He is that treasure that was hidden in the field. And we need to, to claim that treasure. And you think about the words of Jesus. In John 6, 35, Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. John 8, 12, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John 10, 9, I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. John eleven twenty five. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though they die. John 14, verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And then finally in John 15 verse 5, Jesus says, I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. It is Jesus who sustains us. It is Jesus who guides us. It is Jesus who gives us life. It is Jesus who has to be the priority of my life. And this year I want to know him better. I want to get closer to him. I want to change from the inside out to become more and more like my Lord. I want to imitate the son in 2021. So Paul says, forgetting what lies behind. I forget my old life. I forget the fact that I was, that my confidence was in my works. And now I have a righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ. A righteousness that is by faith. 
that that stuff, I, I, it, it pales in comparison to knowing the Savior, the Lord. And then secondly, I think Paul says, I press on toward the goal, to win the prize. I press on. You know, Paul used these metaphors in, in other scriptures. In uh, Philippians chapter 3, Philippians 3 verse 14 in the voice uh, translation says, I am sprinting toward the only goal that counts. To cross the line, to win the prize, and to hear God's call to resurrection life found exclusively in Jesus the anointed. Brothers and sisters, our goal is to get to heaven. That's the prize. That's the, that's the victory that we hope to achieve. And I don't know what this year is going to bring us. I, I promise you there will be new challenges and there will be new trials. And, and there will be uh, things that we never expected that, that will, will come up just like in 2020. But if Jesus is our anchor, if Jesus is first, we have nothing to worry about. Because what is in store for us is so much greater than anything we could have ever experienced in this life. We've got to strive for that prize. And you know, the, the greatest challenge in our lives is, is not overcoming the devil Overcoming society, the greatest challenge is overcoming ourselves. In 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24, Paul says, Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not run like a man running aimlessly. I do not fight like a man beating the air. No, I beat my body and make it my slave so that after I preach to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. My greatest battle is with me. The battle I need to, to win in 2021, the person that I need to conquer is Sam Powell. I have to conquer and deal with my emotions, my feelings, my temptations, my desires. And I can tell you even from this past week, sometimes that is so hard for me. And I thank God that Jesus is my model and he's my example. But I need to, to work on me. And crucify self. I know what to tell others to do. I can tell you exactly what you need to do. I've got to ask myself, am I doing it? And so I've got to, to, to decide, as Jesus calls me to do in Luke 9.23, to deny myself. Because I want to win that prize. I want to get to heaven. I want to be able to say, as Paul said, in 2 Timothy 4, verse 6, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering, and the time has come for my departure. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. It's not society, the environment, or a spouse, or a family, 
or our roommates or the people on our job that will keep us from having the victory in 2021. It is the man in the mirror. And that's the person that I've got to work on and deal with. And thank God he gives me both the power and the motivation to do so. I must put me to death. I must overcome selfishness within my own heart and soul. And I believe that if I do that, and if we do that, we will have a great year in 2021. I want to close out with an old song that uh, we don't sing so much anymore. But I think the words are appropriate. And the title of the song is, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. And it goes like this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness hides his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. His oath, his covenant, his blood support me in the overwhelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. When he shall come, with trumpet sound, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. I will imitate the sun in 2021. I will prioritize the sun in 2021, forgetting what lies behind. Pressing on toward the goal. You know, as we commune together, each week we're asked to remember Jesus. Let's remember him. Let's remember what he did for us that we could have a new life. And let's deny ourselves, crucify the old man, so that we can be more like him and give our great God glory. Let's pray together. Our God and Father in heaven, thank you so much for the example of your son, for the life he lived, for the standard he set. And God, thank you that you've given us power of your Holy Spirit and the guidance of your word that we could walk in his steps. We thank you for his sacrifice, for his body that hung on the tree, for his blood that was shed. And we praise you and honor you and we ask you to be with us in this coming year that we can lift you up and that more people will be drawn to Jesus. We pray in his name. Amen.